Okay, so this is day number 149 of a 180 day growth plan. <laughs> We're almost at 150. And um, wow, thank God for the progress and things I've been learning. And again, I, I really, really hope you guys have been challenged and learned as well uh, or learning. Now, let's talk about perspective. I want to raise an issue today with that. Um, when you lose a battle, and I want you to think perspective now from where we are and the, the change of mind and change of life and understanding. When you lose a battle, personally lose a battle, did Jesus also lose the same battle? Think about it. You remember the story of Elijah in the Bible when he was running from the witch Jezebel and he actually said to God, right? I am the only one left doing, doing your work. <laughs> that, that's my paraphrase of it, right? And if you read the sto story, you will notice that God told him that he had 7,000 other individuals who had not bowed to the evil taking place around them. So God was basically saying that while Elijah was running, because from his perspective, he lost the battle or would lose the battle with Jezebel, God was saying there were at least 7,000 other believers who were not running and were still winning. So let me ask you again. When you lose a, a spiritual battle, when you lose a health battle, when you lose a battle in prayer for a loved one, did Jesus lose as well? When winning, let me ask you, how, how do you, what's your perspective on it, right? Ask you again, when you lose, did Jesus lose? When bad things happen to good people, did God lose as well? When evil triumphs and it takes over and there's no one to stop the evil, is God still on the throne? If it is true that God has already won the war and was bold enough to write the outcome in the book called the Bible, then from his perspective, he never loses, even when you and I are physically and sometimes spiritually losing a battle. Let me give you a story on perspective. September 9, 1965, um, James Stockdale, his plane was shot down over Vietnam, and he had to eject from his airplane to safely, um, you know, try to save his life. He ejected from the plane. It had been shot. Um, he was captured that very day. September 9, 1965, by the North Vietnamese Army. He was detained in the prison later called Hanoi Hilton, right? And while there as a prisoner, again, think about winning, losing, perspective. Are you there? While there as a prisoner, he established communication with fellow prisoners. He was captured, and he set up a communication thing with fellow prisoners. He set up a code uh, rules so they would organize themselves while captured. He set up rules so they would boost morale, morale while captured. His captors planned to parade him around. He was an admiral 
who had been captured. So, man, we're going to parade him around in front of the cameras and, and we're going to use him for propaganda purposes. Now, follow this. Knowing that they would not parade him around if he was disfigured, he cut his own scalp with a razor and beat his own face with a with a wooden stool and it spoiled his captor's plans. Now think perspective again. When he found out that some of the other prisoners had been tortured to death, he got something and slit his own wrist to show his captors that he would rather die than submit to them. And guess what? From that night on, the practice of torturing American prisoners stopped in that facility. Stockdale was finally able to return to America in what year? 1973. Did you hear me? Now, he'd been captured in 1965. All of those years in prison, perspective. Later, when he was asked, how did he survive during all of those years of captivity and and all of this stuff. Here's what he shared, and I want you to hear the perspective. He said that he never lost faith in the end of the story. Are you getting that? He never doubted that he would get out. He never doubted that he would prevail in the end. Wow. All of those years, he never doubted faith in the end of the story. He was then asked about the kinds of people, what are the kinds of people who did not survive, did not make it out of those horrible years in prison? Get this, get this. And he said, oh, that's easy. Here's the shocking part. Who, who are the people who did not survive? He said the people who did not survive were the optimists. What? Optimists? They were the ones who said, we're going to be out in Christmas, and Christmas would come, and Christmas would go. Then they would say, we would be out by Easter, and Easter would come, and Easter would go. And then we would be out by Thanksgiving, and then it would be Christmas again. And they died of a broken heart. Very important lesson. You must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose, with the discipline to confront the facts of your current reality, whatever it might be. How does that apply to you and how does that apply to me today? We're changing our minds and our lives. We're not literally in a Vietnam prison camp, yet at some level we are being imprisoned. Our beliefs are under attack. It does not appear that our prayers are being answered. And for some people, it does not seem to pay to serve God. That's our current situation. Stockdale went on to say that having faith means, listen to this, that you reach deep down in your spirit to find the strength to overcome adversity. You can allow yourself to feel the pain that you're in. You can cry out in pain. You can cry against your circumstances. But because of faith, you do not allow yourself to be hopeless. But faith alone is not enough. You have to take action against the things that stand in the way against your assignment. Deliberately pray more. 
Deliberately share more when others are not sharing. Deliberately give more when others are not giving. Deliberately worship more when others stop worshiping. Deliberately be more disciplined and more consistent when others are falling off. These are actions you and I can take no matter what kind of hell we are facing each and every day. You want to know what actions you should take? Do exactly what the Bible says. Are you ready for this? Love your enemies. <laughs> Do good to those who misuse you. Pray for those who persecute you. Yes, take action. So today, can I challenge you? Go out of your way to bless someone who considers you their enemy. Bless them. Send them a note of encouragement. Send them a gift card. Card. Heap coals of fire on their heads, loving them in spite of their crazy behavior. Guess what? It takes faith to love like that. I dare you to try it. I dare myself to try it as well. Father God, oh, help us. Day number 149, we got to put it into practice and make it happen. And you can help us do it today to love our enemies. Oh, my God. <laughs> help us, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord.